Welcome to Money Talk with Tiff, a podcast where we discuss everything money from tips and tricks to current events. Follow me on my journey to become debt-free and meet other cool people along the way. I am your host, Tiffany Grant. Now let's talk money. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Money Talk with Tiff. Today, I have a guest on and I have Morgan Robinson. So Morgan Robinson is a licensed health insurance advisor with US Health, and she helps people find the most affordable coverage for them without sacrificing any benefits. So for me, that's super important. So thank you so much, Morgan, for coming on today. Thank you so much, Tiffany, for having me on. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we have not talked about health insurance on this podcast yet. We've talked about life insurance. Um, We've talked about, uh, I think we talked about car insurance and things like that, but not health insurance. And honestly, I feel like health insurance is one of those things that people don't talk about. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of like, say, it's like going to the dentist. People know that they have to, but they kind of cringe on the inside. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I know I got to do this, but oh, I really don't want to. Right. And then most people default to whatever their employer provides. So they're just like, check, 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 sign me up for this, 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 and not really knowing what they're signing up for. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think that a lot of us have had that experience. I definitely have had that. And you have too, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, before we got on, we talked a little bit about, you know, like I I was asking how, like, did you always know about health insurance or, you know, things like that? And we kind of had a good conversation because, you know, I divulged that I didn't really know anything about health insurance until I got into HR. And then it was at that point where I had to teach myself because I didn't want to look like a dummy. So (laughs) if you can tell us like a little bit of how you, you know, started paying attention to what health insurance plans are and just go into a little bit about, you know, what type of health insurance plans and stuff are available. So when I was younger, um, probably in my early twenties, I got a job and like you said, you know, you trust your employer, of course, and you, you believe that they're, they've got your best interest at heart. They're offering you insurance. Well, of course, it's got to be a good plan, right? Like they know what they're doing. So I'm going to sign up because I know I need this. <laughs> so I signed up for a plan and I thought that I was good. You know, I have no concept at this point of <laughs> deductibles and copays. I know vaguely that those are things that happen, right? They're part of your plan. But at this point, I've always been on my mother's insurance. This is the first time I'm striking off on my own and, you know, I'm adulting and I'm doing so well. Got my job, check, insurance, (laughs) check, right? (laughs) And then I go to the doctor and they're like, you owe us $500. Like, what? I paid my (laughs) copay. But I have insurance. Right. But I did pay, you know, the copay and I, I've been paying monthly like I'm supposed to. What is this? Your deductible is this much. You have to reach that before we cover anything. Mm, So maybe we should just dive in right there because, you know, just like you wasn't aware of this whole deductible thing, if you can explain what deductibles are and why they're important to pay attention to. 
So the deductible is the portion that you're having to pay, like I just said before, your insurance is going to cover you. Um, and the insurance will cover you usually, traditional plans have percentages, and they're usually 80-20, 70-30, and 60-40. The deductible this year in the marketplace was about 8100 for an individual. Hmm. It, had, it had went up a bit. It can be pretty high for a family and you do have to reach that in most cases before your plan is going to cover anything like I just said mm. right so meaning in like putting it very simply if you have to go to the doctor you have to pay your copay and then you still are paying 100% whatever your doctor bill is you're paying that until you reach your deductible so I was very lucky. And it's still at that point, I didn't realize that $500 wasn't even that much right. in comparison <laughs> to what it could have been. So my plan was actually a pretty decent plan, but I still didn't know that at the time. Right. And, you know, that what you just said about the 8100 um, wow. <laughs> like I knew yeah. the market was going to like high deductible health insurance plans, but I didn't realize that the number was that high. They just switched some things around. So basically, um, people are more responsible for payment. This go around. Um, you're having to pay pretty much for everything till you reach your deductible. Not all of the plans are like that, but most of them are, mm -hmm. from what I was seeing. Right. And then, but but with that, um, with the whole de high deductible health plans, you know, I love HSAs. <laughs> I love HSAs um, because I feel like they are a good investing vehicle mm -hmm. um, for people because, and I talk about these all the time. So sorry, listeners, you're going to hear about <laughs> HSAs again, but... <laughs> Tell them again. It's all important. <laughs> right. So it has a triple tax advantage. So the money that you put in um, is tax-free and then it grows tax-free. And then when you take the money out for medical expenses, it's tax-free. So for me, so as a fairly healthy individual, right, um, I really only go to the doctor for my physicals and like my yearly checkups and things like that. So having a high deductible really isn't an issue for me, but there are people with health issues and having a high deductible with health issues is a huge problem because you're paying all of that money out before they will even cover a penny. Right. And to me, that's just mind boggling. <laughs> It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> the way it's set up is pretty insane. I agree. Yeah. So, um, not to have it, we all need it, but right. there are other options. It's, that's not the only option out there. You don't necessarily have to get that kind of plan. There's also private insurance, which is what I deal with. Ah, so that's important to mention because people think that, you know, you only have to go with what your employer has available. So if you can tell us a little bit about private insurance. So really there's two options out here in North Carolina. There's going to be going through the marketplace, which everyone's familiar with, I'm sure, with 
the traditional kind of plan with the co-pays and the deductibles, right? Mm-hmm. Having to reach that before it's going to cover anything. And everybody can get that, but it's a higher kind of risk pool, which means that regardless of whether or not you have a pre-existing condition, you can get this plan. And that's not a bad thing, of course. But the thing about that also is with the rate that you're going to be paying for, of being a healthy person, you're basically paying for somebody that is sick. Mm-hmm. That's why the rate is so much higher. Somebody's got to pay for the difference, you know, with all the claims that are having to be made. And then there is going to be private insurance, but it's underwritten, which means that you have to qualify with good health to get it. Mm-hmm. But in that pool, it's a lower risk pool because everyone's healthy. So your premium is going to be lower because of that. Right. So it's, yeah, and it's important. Um, let's break that down a little bit just so our listeners can have a full understanding of how insurance works. So, with insurance, it's a pool of money, and that pool of money is taken from the premiums that everybody in the plan is paying. Now, when people have to use that pool of money, it makes everybody's premium go up. So let's say in the plan, and I'm making this very basic, um, (laughs) but let's say me and you are in a plan. And so our premium is like $100 a month. And I'm using just random numbers here. So don't think that we can get you $100 a month plan. (laughs) Um, But let's say, for instance, I had a catastrophic accident and I need surgery and all these things. And it's thousands and thousands of dollars. Well, now for next year, not only is my premium going to go up, but Morgan's premium is going to go up as well because it's pulling from that same pool of money and the insurance company is not going to want to lose money. So they're just going to make everybody pay more. (laughs) So that's how insurance works. So when Morgan says like, hey, like for instance, with US Health, we're a private insurer. So you have to get... um, pre-approved, you know, your health has to be good and everything because we want to keep that um, risk to a minimum. So that way everybody benefits. So did I cover that right? (laughs) It sounds right. (laughs) In the most basic, simplest terms. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So um, somebody's got to pay. That means everybody's got to pay at the end of the day. And that's why the premiums are high. The premiums, excuse me, are higher. Exactly. And I mean, that's with all insurance. So like car insurance, that's why when you have an accident, your insurance goes up because they're like, okay, now the risk is higher. We had to pay out money. Now you need to pay in more money because just in case you have another accident, we need to use that. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, so with health insurance, what other, so we talked a little bit about high deductible health plans. What other type of health plans are, are there out there, both in the private and, you know, through an employer? Well, there's going to be temporary plans, which are gap plans. Mm-hmm. They're only meant for a short period of time. So they're going to be a lot cheaper, but they're not going to cover a whole lot. And you just have to be very, very careful with the fine print. It's not a permanent plan. It's a short-term plan. So it's just basically meant for you exactly how it sounds for a gap. So if you were to lose your job, you know, and you need to make sure that you have coverage in between the time that you've lost a job and you find another job, then it's okay for that. But you shouldn't be, you know, 
relying on it to cover you for like a full year, you know? Mm. Okay. And would that be considered like um, uh, when you leave a job and you get the, uh, it's uh, Cobra. Cobra. There we go. So <laughs> Cobra. No, it's different from Cobra. Okay. It's different you, from Cobra. Yeah. When you leave your job and they offer Cobra to you, you're actually having to pay 102%, not just 100%. So, you you know, when you have a job, your employer is paying for a portion of your coverage. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the premium so low for you. And people think sometimes when they have that lower premium, well, I'm not really paying that much. My insurance, you know, it's not that expensive. No, it really is. You just don't pay all of it, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> your employer is paying for most of that. So then you know, you get on Cobra and you, that's, that's when people realize <laughs> there's, um, it's 102, 102% that you have to pay for. And that other 2% that you're paying, that extra 2% is basically like an administrative fee, I believe. Gotcha. So with the gap insurance, because I didn't know anything about gap insurance. That's why I'm asking these questions. <laughs> um, but so with the gap insurance that covers you. So let's say you have a job, you lose it, you get COBRA, COBRA runs out, then the gap kicks in. Is that how it works? You can choose not to have COBRA. You don't have to get your COBRA plan. Gotcha. So you can pick the COBRA or the gap. Or you can get private insurance, yeah. Or, or more <laughs> so insurance. You, you don't have to, right? You have options at this point. You are the kind of person that enjoys to have employer insurance. You might decide that you want to keep your COBRA regardless, right? Mm-hmm. But it's only going to cover you for a certain amount of time, and it's going to be very, very expensive. So, you know, my advice would be then to contact me so I can help you. (laughs) (laughs) I can help you. (laughs) Right. And and I tell people all the time on this podcast, it's important to shop around. So like some people don't even know that private, private insurance is available. They don't even know, like for instance, U.S. Health is available. So it's important to make sure you know all your options so that way you can make an educated decision on what to do next. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And please, really seriously, don't do it by yourself. There, are, I, Like I said, I can help you. I'm available. We have a whole office of people that can help you at this point. Don't do it by yourself. It can be very frustrating and confusing. And you don't want to end up with something that you don't understand. That's the biggest thing. And then you're in even more trouble later if something were to happen to you. Yes, you just said a mouthful. How many times do I talk about knowledge is power, guys? <laughs> knowledge is power. Please. Knowledge and is power. Consultation is free. It's, it's free <laughs> to get help. So get it. <laughs> right. So so if somebody doesn't qualify under the private health, do you all have partners that you refer them to or are they just at the, on their own at that point? Or how does that work in the process? I am going to help you. We're going to find what works best for you. If it's not with me, that's okay. Like you said, there's other options available. We can refer you. I can tell you the right sites to go on to and I can still help you, you know, walk you through things if that's what we need to do too. But I'll help you get whatever you need. 
That is so awesome because it amazes me how many people don't have insurance. Like I'll have a casual conversation with somebody and they're like, I don't have health insurance. <laughs> oh, I don't need that. And you're like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, even though I go to the doctor once a year, which let me also mention this usually, and correct me if I'm wrong, Morgan, um, but your preventative services are usually covered 100%. So, usually. yeah, mm -hmm. usually. So you don't even have to pay the deductible for those things. So when when people say they don't have insurance, I'm like, you're missing out on all this free care. Like, <laughs> I know, right? Like, what are you thinking? Right. <laughs> you never know, though. You never know when anything can happen. It's but, the truth. So you could just be crossing the street and have an accident. You mm -hmm. could walking around in your yard and, you know, trip and break your foot. You know, <laughs> you just don't know. You can have on high heels in the club and break your foot like I did. So. <laughs> oh my God, that happened. <laughs> yeah, but the crazy part is, like, it was after the club was over. Like, I was, I had danced all night on these heels, and they were wedges, which were supposed to be more stable than stilettos. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so I'm walking out the club. I step down off the curb and, like, twist my ankle a little bit. And so I'm thinking, oh, it's just sprain. You know, you sprain your ankle, it'll go away in like a day or so. Well, after day like two or three, the swelling still didn't go down and it still hurt like it just happened. So I was like, okay, I think I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> and when they x-rayed it, they said it was broken. So um, to, Mo to Morgan's point, like you never know when something crazy is gonna happen. <laughs> it's true, and you need yeah, and you need to be covered. And when I was telling the doctors and the nurses the story, because, of course, everybody wants to know how you got hurt when you're in the emergency room, they just busted out laughing. <laughs> but granted, I was laughing with them, so I can't blame them. Um, so but anyway. <laughs> um, I think that yours was probably the lightest story that they heard that night or day, whenever you went. I'm sure. I am sure. On a daily basis. I'm sure, because they probably thought, oh, maybe she was working out, maybe she was uh, playing sports, something. No, I was coming out the club, so. <laughs> I was walking. Right. <laughs> Literally walking to my car. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Morgan, this was so helpful, and actually, I learned some new things today. So I just want to leave people with, how can they find you? Like, if they have any questions or they want to reach out to you about health insurance, because I know a few people myself that would probably be reaching out to you after they hear this episode. <laughs> How can they reach you, Morgan? My number, it's my direct line, is 336-268-1729. You can call me anytime. I'm always answering. I always have my phone. If I don't answer, I'm going to call you right back. Or yeah. you can text me, whatever you prefer. Oh, wonderful. Because I know uh, people like myself, like the millennials, I do not like talking on the phone. I would prefer to text, email. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I like talking on the phone. This has been nice. <laughs> you small. Right. Um, but as you can see, people there are options. So Morgan's out here to help you. There's other companies out there. Whatever you decide to do, just make sure you have that insurance because it's super important. Based on our examples, you never know what's going to happen. And thank you so much, Morgan. This was so helpful. Like, I 
am so much more informed about health insurance. <laughs> and I thought I knew a lot. <laughs> yeah, you were self-taught. Exactly. <laughs> help you grow some brain cells. You're welcome. And thank you a lot so much really, <laughs> no, for having me. No problem. Thank you, Morgan. Have a good one. You too. Bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to moneytalkwithtea.com. And while you're there, why not sign up for our newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Talk to you soon.